0: Welcome to Heart Church. We believe the gospel has the power to change your whole life, all your life. We hope you're ready to hear from God and be impacted by this message. I've got a word today. I've got a word and I think that um, I believe it's, it's a word for, for now, but I believe it is also prophetic. Um, felt the Lord um, speak to me. Um, from 2 Kings chapter four. We're going a bit old school today because uh, uh, there there was just a couple of phrases that I wanted from the King James version. So some of you here thinking, thank God he's finally found the Lord because he's opted for King James. Um, But yeah, so so excuse the little old school language, but um, there was a couple of phrases in here that I wanted. Reading from verse one. Now they cried a certain woman of the wives of the sons of the prophets unto Elisha, saying, thy servant, my husband is dead. And thou knowest that thy servant did fear the Lord and that the creditor is come to take unto him my two sons to be bondsmen servant slaves. And Elisha said unto her, what shall I do for thee? Tell me what thou hast in the house. And she said, thine handmaid hath not anything in the house save a pot of oil. And then he said, go borrow the vessels abroad of all thy neighbours, even empty vessels, borrow not a few. And when thou art come in, thou shalt shut the door behind thee and upon thy sons and shalt pour out into all those vessels and thou shalt set aside that which is full. So she went from him and shut the door upon her and upon her sons who brought the vessels to her and she carried out sorry and she poured out and it came to pass when the vessels were full that she said unto her son bring me yet a vessel and he said unto her there is not a vessel more and the oil stayed or stopped and then she came and told the man of God and he said go sell the oil and pay thy debt and live Thou and Thy children of the rest. Father, we thank You for Your Word and I pray that by Your Spirit, You will speak to us today. We take authority over everything that would distract us, rob us of our moment. We come with open hearts and focused minds to see that which the Spirit of God would speak to us as individuals and corporately also. In Jesus' name and everyone said, Amen. So I wanted to say that God is, God is not intimidated by empty and not enough. God is not intimidated by empty and not enough. And, and I know that because where, where, where God finds empty and not enough, He wants to fill it and He wants to multiply it. In Genesis chapter 1, when man was created, God blessed them and said to them, Be fruitful and increase in number. Fill the earth and subdue it. So, increase is in the heart of God. I. I think that we need all kinds of churches for all kinds of people. That's not my phrase, but, but it's an important phrase. We need all kinds of churches for all kinds of people. But I want you to know that I, I believe that some of those churches need to be big. I've not, I think that, that smaller churches have their place. They absolutely do. But I want you to understand that I believe that there is something powerful when significant numbers of people gather together and, and, and God, because God is a God of fruitfulness, he wants us to grow and develop and increase. He wants that. It's in his, it's in his plan. And I think that's, that's important for you to understand that about me because, you know, um, as we gather here, this is, this is not our... And this is just our beginning. This, 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 this is not our destination. It's just our starting point. So when God finds empty, He wants to fill it. Genesis 1 also said that in the beginning, God created the heavens and the earth, and the earth was formless and empty. Yet God spoke creation into being. Interestingly, Jesus' first miracle was to replenish empty. His first miracle, annoyingly for some I'm sure, was that he turned water into wine. Not grape juice, not wine where the alcohol had been taken out. He turned water into wine and he turned it into the best wine not just any old wine so his first miracle was to replenish when things had run out he also multiplied the not enough that's what happened when he came to the feeding of the 5000 that there, there, there was there was food but there was not enough and jesus multiplied it to feed the many so back to our story our widow in the story, she'd served the Lord, but she had come to a place of emptiness. And she cried out to the man of God. And what I, what I love about this moment is that the God then prepared her. He, he, he heard, the man of God heard her, but he had to prepare her for her a moment. In order to influence her future, he had to address her present. And he did that because he knew he had to change the way she thought. Now, her life had been ravaged by death and, and debt, no doubt. But the man of God had to deal with her Lack mentality. You say, well, what do you mean by that? Well, I know she had a a lack mentality because he asked her, what do you have in your house? And she started with nothing. She said, nothing, oh, except. Nothing, oh, except a little oil. She, She minimized the resource that she had. I want to say to somebody, do not despise the day of small things. It might might look small now. It might look insignificant now, but God is waiting to do something. But He needed to deal, He needed to deal with the way she thought. And listen, if you've ever been in a place where you've had to live in lack for a sustained period, it's an easy place to get to. That's One of the reasons I hate poverty because it seeps into your soul. It robs you of your confidence and it it robs you of your dreams. It robs you of of what you believe to be the possibilities of the future. And and, and so into the midst of her lack mentality, the man of God spoke to her and said, listen, you need to go and get yourself some jars. You need to go and get yourself some vessels. Oh, and don't get a few. Because when you're infused with a lack mentality, you, you tend to think, we'll, we'll, we'll get just enough. We'll just get, a, we'll just get a few. Because she was going into that experience knowing what was in her home. She knew how much oil she had. So her head was telling her, Well, I know. I know what I've got. But she needed someone to help her to see beyond what she got, to see beyond what she got at home. I'm, I'm here today to help you see beyond where you think you are, to see beyond what you think you've got. I'm here to help us see beyond what we perceive to be our limitations. Don't get a few. You see, because the man of God did not want her to settle for little. And if you come all the way round to the story, the man of God knew that wherever there was opportunity, wherever there was capacity, the oil was gonna flow. And so he didn't want the oil to stop too soon and he didn't want her to settle for less than she needed to. So he said, don't get a few. Go go and borrow from your neighbours. Go and do whatever you need to do to collect vessels, to collect jars, to collect capacity because whatever there's capacity, the oil is gonna flow. God does not want us to settle for little. I said, God does not want us to settle for little. And and I think that for some of us, our experience of our walk with God, our experience of our walk in church has left us with a poverty mentality of what God can do. Because we know God can but we're not sure if He will. I don't know whether, any, whether we have any real people in the house this morning. We know God can. We're just not sure if He will. I mean, the truth is, I find it easier to believe maybe that God can do something for you, but will He really do it for me? I can believe, that, I can believe you. I sometimes have more faith for your breakthrough than I have for my own breakthrough. Because I don't always perceive myself through the eyes of grace that Rob was talking about in communion. Because sometimes I do see myself as a sinner. And I'm not even sure always that I feel that saved. Just me then. But the, 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 the reality is that, that, that God does not provide for me. He does not protect me. He does not reward me based on my performance what He pours into my life, how He blesses me, what He does for me is based on what Jesus Christ has done for me on the cross. That is, that is how I receive my blessing. God, God is determined to bless me because He is a God who blesses. And sure enough, Sure enough, I can tell you that what Tando was sharing in the offering there, that there's no doubt that, that my obedience will lead to blessing. Because, but God will God will just bless us because He wants to bless us. I can access another level of blessing by being obedient to what God has said to me. But I can tell you, even what I was Far from God. Even while I was denying his existence, God protected me. God looked after me. I can look back on some days and I know that God had my back. Anyone anyone, can agree with me. I, I was far from God. I was doing everything that I shouldn't be doing, but God was protecting me. He was looking after me. That was not because I was telling him how much I loved him. I was denying him. But he protected me and he blessed me. Even... In that place. The, the great thing about this scripture that I, I read to you, you know, we could go in several, direction, several directions. I could talk to you about how God gave her the strategy to get out of debt. Because he did. I need to tell somebody today that God can give you the strategy to get out of debt. Because debt needs a strategy. I know you might be believing for it all just to be cleared overnight. But you see, God God has to help you out of debt in order for you to learn how not to get in it again. So he will help you out so that you learn the strategies, you learn the principles that, that caused you to get in in the first place. And he'll bless you along the way and he'll help you along the way, but he wants you to learn. So someone needs to know today that God will give you the strategy to get out of debt. Will you do it his way? (laughs) To get out of debt costs. You can't just live as you want to, but it's a journey of faith and he'll make sure you're blessed along the way. Anyway, that's for somebody. I could talk about how God didn't just solve her present He released her future. She went from not enough to more than enough. And and that's what what God wants us to do. He wants us to live a life of blessing, a life of increase, a life of growth. And, And too many of us, because of the kind of theology we've lived around, we automatically associate that with provision, stuff, things, when actually God also wants us to grow as people he wants us to, to grow in our gift. He wants us to grow in our spirituality. He wants, us, he, he wants us to grow in our perspective. But I wanna talk to this today. That, see, this widow was living in desperate times she was living with desperation and lack and after helping her to see beyond i'm not i'm not saying i'm not saying that she understood this moment i'm not saying that she in this moment was going ah oh, i get what you're doing here i get what you're saying i think that this Moment made no sense. See, sometimes we've got, to, we've got to have faith. We've got to trust. Even when I, I don't get it. We, we're sometimes so keen to, I need to get it. I need to get it. When actually what, what I need more in this moment than my head getting it is my spirit catching something. Because if my spirit catches something, my head will catch up later. I'll get my aha moment. I'll get my moment where I say, Oh, I see what God was doing now. But in the meantime, I've got to do, I've got to be obedient. I've got to, I've got to have a little bit of oil, but go and fetch vessels. I've got to have barely enough oil and I've got to go and fetch jars. I don't know why I'm fetching jars. I don't know. We need you know, we need I don't know why I'm fetching water. We need wine. Why am I fetching water? Why am I filling filling water jars? This makes no sense to me. It makes no sense to me. But that's because you're on a journey. You, You haven't yet got to where God wants you to get to. The most important thing for you right now is to be obedient, to do what He's asked you to do because the miracle is on the way. Turn to someone and say, the miracle is on the way. So here here she was, she was living in lack, she was living in, in, in desperation, but she needed to realise the significance of the oil that was in her house. I've come to tell you this morning, there is oil in the house. There is oil in the house. Somebody needs to hear today, there is oil in the house. And that oil might not look right now what it's gonna look like, but the presence of the oil means that everything is gonna be all right. I might not realize it right now, but because it doesn't seem very much. But the presence of the oil means that everything is gonna be all right. There is oil in the house and it's enough because little is much with God. Little is much with God. God does a lot with a little. God does a lot with a little. I know we think we want a lot and we, we fight for a lot, but the truth is that but many people who are, are believing for a lot, they, 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 they're not prepared to start with a little. And, 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 and sometimes, you know, it is a cloud the size of a man's hand. I'm carrying the sound of a heavy rain and I see a cloud the size of a man's hand and I say, ah, no, that's not it. That's not it, but just hold on. Just hold on because this is your moment. This is, there's, gonna, there's something that's gonna grow out of this moment. There's something that's gonna grow out of this not enough moment and it will match what you're carrying in your spirit. See, God is wanting us to grow as people. God is not Santa Claus. He just drops blessings down your chimney. You know, and so that you have, so you've got enough, so you've got what you want, so you've come up with your wish list, and he drops it down the chimney. I, I want us to understand that the God indeed will bless us, and God will indeed meet our needs according to His glorious riches, absolutely. But He is also concerned with growing and developing you, and He was, He was equipping this woman to know that God, God is able. God is able to meet my need. God is able. Shit, This woman needed to know that my husband is gone. But if God is with me, if God is for me, oh I'm preaching now, if God if God is with me, if God is for me, and I'm definitely preaching better than you're responding, but if God is with me and if God is for me, then I do not have to fear. Her most precious lesson beyond the oil was that God was with her and He would make a way for her. He was building confidence into her for a future. Somebody here needs to know that God is building confidence into you. He's not answering your prayers immediately because He's building confidence into you. He he, He wants you to know that He is indeed the God who has gone ahead. He is indeed the God who has made a way, but you are gonna have to trust Him along the way. You're gonna have to trust that He's able to do it. There's oil in their house. Turn to someone and say, there's oil in your house. There's oil in your house. There's oil in your house. And, and what's interesting is that not just the fact that there is oil in the house, but what he got her to do with the oil because what, in, order, in order to give her a miracle, the, the first thing he did was invade her house with more emptiness. Before he released the capacity, before he released the oil, he invaded the house with more emptiness and, 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 and said that, that she needed to pour out. Oh my God. Oh my God. That's why, that's why I went for the, 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 the uh, King James Version because of that phrase, that one phrase. It was to pour out. To pour out. She poured out she poured out the little that she had the the god's answer to her emptiness was that she needed to pour out You see, she. I want to take. Let's take take us back to the beginning of the story, where she was crying out to the man of God. She was crying out to God, And, and and some of us we're crying out to God for God to do something. But God needs to show us. God needs to teach us that He wants us to do something. She had to pour out and you've got to be prepared to pour out the little you have. Got to pour out in prayer, pour out in worship, pour out in giving. It might not look like much now. See, we we want God to do something for us so that we step out with abundance. But she only realized how much she had as she began to pour. She had to start pouring out the little that she had in order to discover how much she actually had. The only way you get God to multiply your oil is by letting go of it. You've got to be willing to pour out what you have. You've got to let go and let God. It doesn't seem enough. It does not seem enough. But I've got to let go of what I've got and I've got to trust God because what is not enough in my hands, what is not enough in my hands is enough when it gets into the hands of God and I've got to let go. I've got to trust Him. I've got to stop holding onto it, trying to sort out my own problems, trying to sort out my own issues. I've got to let go of the little bit that I have and then trust it into a loving, caring Father who is able to give me the miracle, who's able to give me the breakthrough. Oh my God, will you let go and let God? You're not clever enough. You're not talented enough. It's not enough. I remember some years ago, some of you heard this story, but you know, we, and this was the way, this is the way we've lived our lives. But you know, one year we went to France and you know, this was, and we've done, we've not just done this once, we've done it several times, but you know, we only, we, we managed to scrape enough money together to, to drive to France. And, and we knew we weren't going to have much spending money. And one, one year, you know, we used to have, many times, we used to have 20, 20 pound a day for, for, for six of us. And we used to separate it all up into envelopes. And on one of these particular holidays, uh, we went. And we, we, on the first morning, we arrived in late the night before. We, we got up and we drove to the supermarket and, you know, as you're pulling up, you're thinking, "Oh God, oh God, you're gonna have to help us now. You're gonna have to help us now." And the kids got out of the car and they went to get a trolley. And then the next thing I saw was Aaron there, and he it, it got his arms filled with uh, with yogurt and cheese and and and, and, like, and like you know, my, honestly, my my first mo- moment of a fa- as, as a father was not to say, "Oh, thank you, God." It was like, "What? what, what where?" Where is this from? Wait, wait. All he said was a man gave it to me. Go, go and give it him back. (laughs) Take it back to him. We we don't. We. We. Anyway, what I'm was that we, as we arrived, we just arrived as some French farmers. We're doing a publicity stunt. And what they were saying was we, we make so little out of what we sell, we might as well give it away. And they'd gone into the supermarket and they'd bought butter and they bought milk and they bought cheese and they bought yoghurt. And now they, in front of the cameras, they were like, just giving away. And my kids were just going up and they're like, and, and two minutes later, I was there also. Guys, we had, We had so much yogurt and butter and and we didn't know what to do with it. We had to leave some of it behind. We couldn't couldn't bring it home. But what I wanna say is that, that what you've got to understand is that we could only get that miracle in France. If we stayed at home and said we can't afford it, we would never have got it. But because we positioned ourselves, we got in our car and we trusted the Lord God met us at the point of our need on that first morning at the supermarket. But you've got you've to you've let go. And God was teaching her that she needed to position herself. Sometimes, sometimes it's only as you pour out that you realise that you're not enough is actually more than enough. Before she got her breakthrough, before she got her abundance, before she got her multiplication, she had to step up her game. She had to step up her game. I, I want to say, I believe. I believe that God is saying to us, we need to step up our game. Turn to someone and say, step up your game. Say, say to someone else like, you don't need to, but they need to. We need to step up our game. Because to see a move of God, and I, I, I've been saved for 30 odd years and I've heard the language, Meg, of a move of God and God turning up and doing something. And I believe in, I believe in a move of God, but I've got to tell you, the older I've got to realise that, that I'm not sitting around for a move of, waiting for a move of God when God is actually waiting for a move of us. There, there is a miracle out there, but we've got to position ourselves. We've actually got to get, we've got to go and, and, and position ourselves for what God is wanting to do. When we move, God will move. That's when we, when we got there, God made a way. And I want to say and this is what got to me and I've never even thought of it like this before. the, 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 the first thing that God said to it was go and fetch empty vessels, go and fetch, empty vessels, and I felt the Spirit of God, as I this was as I was praying that, I felt the Spirit of God say that, 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 He said, He said, go and fetch empty vessels and don't fetch a few. Go and fetch empty vessels and don't fetch a few. And I felt, that's, that's, what, I, that's what I wanna say to us. Those vessels are people. Those vessels are people. And God is giving us a mandate. Go and fetch people. Go and fetch empty vessels because I want to fill them with my oil. I want to fill them with my presence. I wanna, they, we've got empty chairs over here. We've got empty chairs dotted around. God wants to fill those empty chairs with empty hearts because He wants to fill those empty hearts with His life and His love and His presence but we need we need to go and fetch them don't go go and fetch the vessels and not just a few go and fetch the empty vessels and not just a few we need to give ourselves a problem we need to give ourselves a problem I want I want I want you to give us a problem so that Lawrence is running up to me and saying you know what Uh, Pastor Malcolm we're gonna we're gonna have to run another service We, we can't fit everybody in. The room is full. We're gonna have to, we, I'm not talking about a planned service. I'm talking, what What if What if you gave us that kind of problem? Where, where we, 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 had to, we we just couldn't fit any more people in this room and we had to occupy people in the atrium and we had to wait for, why? Because I'm not gonna think small. I'm tired of thinking small. There's a world out there, there's a city out there that needs the life and love of Jesus Christ going to give my life to just preaching to empty chairs when there are empty hearts that need to be filled with the life and the love of Jesus. We need to fetch them in. We need to fetch them in. We need to bring them in. Turn to five people and say bring, bring, the, bring the empty vessels. Bring the empty vessels. Bring them in. Bring them in. Fetch the vessels, fetch the empty vessels, bring them in. We have empty seats waiting for empty hearts. You know, it got me, she was was a single mom who cried out to the man of God because she felt so disempowered to resolve her issue. I just felt to say, if you're a single mom here today, I've come to remind you there's oil in your house and God is empowering you. God is empowering you and He's what doesn't seem enough right now. And I'm not not even talking about things now. When you don't feel enough, if you keep pouring out, God's going to make it enough. Oh my God. If you keep pouring out the little bit you have, it doesn't seem like it's enough, but you're going to see that it's more than enough. God is empowering you. And this is what... This is what we need to get to. This is what we need to get to because what really got me was, yeah, you know, she was poor and she'd lost her husband. I mean, her her life was just in a world of turmoil. And as affected and impacted as I was, as what had happened, I found myself even more impacted with what was about. Because preceding a miracle, the Bible tells us that the creditor was coming for her sons. The loan company was coming to take her children as slaves because she couldn't pay her debts. And I felt the Spirit of God say to me, that's why we need to pour out our oil. That's why we need to pour out our oil because there's someone trying to take our children. Uh, Maybe maybe you guys didn't hear me, but that, that is why we need to pour out our oil because somebody is trying to take our children. Somebody is trying to take the next generation. And what scares me about that, is that we started with a man of God. We started with someone who walked amongst the prophets. Oh my God. Someone who prophesied. Someone who was a great man of God. And now that great man of God's sons, just one generation away, someone is looking, someone is hovering to make those sons slaves. Someone is trying to enslave our children, and I—I I think it's it, it, it interesting, you know. She didn't get there overnight. She didn't get into a mess overnight because the thing, about, the thing about debt, the thing about not having enough is you know you just keep it to yourself. You keep it to yourself. You don't tell anybody. There are people here in this room, people, if they, there are people here in this room sat with a smile on their face thinking, my God, if people knew, if people really knew my situation, if people really knew what I was going through, if people knew, really knew what things were really like because I'm here in a nice dress and I'm here in a nice top and I pulled up in a nice in a nice car but no one knows the truth about what is going on and she kept her situation quiet for such a long time until until they were gonna take her children that's too much that's too much I've lost my husband I've lost everything but they're not coming they're not coming for my children they're not coming for my sons they're not coming to take the next generation they are not coming for our children they are not for our children. They're not coming for our sons. They are not coming for our daughters. The devil will not steal the next generation. The devil will not steal our sons. The devil will not steal our daughters. Oh my God. Oh my God. God needs us to pour out God wants us to pour it out. I feel the Spirit of God is saying, if you will, if you will, if even though it doesn't look like much, even though you'd love it to be more, even though you'd love it to look better, even though you'd prefer it if it was different. I feel that God is saying that if you trust, if you trust and trust me with what you've got, I'm going to multiply it and it will save a generation. It will save a generation. There's oil in the house. I wanna say, this is not for you, this is for me to prophesy. There's oil in the house. There's oil in this house. And in God's hands, it's enough. In God's hands, it's enough. In fact, if we understand it, I believe that whatever, oh my God, oh Jesus, whatever, whatever there was vessels, whatever there was vessels to fill, the oil flowed. Oh my God. I, feel God, I feel God saying to me, if you give me seats, if you give me seats, I'll fill them. I'll fill them, go, go and get the vessels and I'll make sure those seats are filled with that. You see, they gave, they gave God capacity. They gave God capacity. My God, my God, we're running out of time, we're running out of time, but I wanna say this. The next generation, they need us that need us to pour out our oil. I want you to know that what's going on down that hall is phenomenal. It's phenomenal. Honestly, one of the best things around, and I wanna say it's not enough. What's happening in Chiyahu is phenomenal. And yet I wanna say it's not enough. I wanna say that that, that, that there is something more that's gotta happen. There's something that's gotta break. There's there's something that's gotta shift and and we've just gotta start pouring out. We've gotta start pouring out what God has given to us. We need to pour out in prayer. We need to pour out in intercession. We need to pour out in worship. We've gotta open our hearts. We've, We've gotta give God something to work with. Give God something to work with. Give God something to work with. Oh my God, my God, my God. The thing the man of God proved was that that she thought she had nothing but she had something in her house that God could work with. I wanna tell somebody here tonight, you think you've got nothing? You think that you're broke? You think that there is no opportunity? I want you to know today, there is something in your house that God can work with and He will give you a miracle if you place it in His hands. We need that kind of oil. We need that kind of anointing. We that need that kind of an outpouring. Of his spirit. Pour out your oil, Lord. Pour out your oil. Pour out your oil. Whatever, whatever there was capacity, the oil kept flowing. Whatever there was an empty vessel, the oil kept flowing. It 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 kept flowing. The oil. Was flowing. God is looking for capacity. He's looking for empty vessels to fill. I found him say to me that he's looking for hunger. He's looking for hunger. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I, if you're here. If you're here today and you're all sorted and you're satisfied I want you to know actually this moment is not for you if you're here and you're sorted and you're satisfied and you're just cool with everything then this moment is not for you because I've come to talk to you right now I don't know who you are but I've come to talk to you if you're hungry if you have capacity for God to do something deeper in your life for God to do something in this place I'm here to talk to people who actually care that there are empty chairs in here while there are people out there lost and lonely and afraid and in here we have the answer I'm here talking to people who believe that there is a miracle in the house today because before something can happen in these empty seats something has got to happen in these empty hearts. Oh, oh, before something can happen in these empty seats, something has to happen in these empty hearts. My God, my God, my God, God is looking for hunger. God is looking for capacity. And you know what, you know what I love? What I love is that the Bible says there, and you can read it, you can go there, that the the sons, the sons went out. They got the the vessels, they got the jars. They didn't know what they were doing, but they just did what the mom said. They just did what the man of God said. And they, they, they're the next generation. They brought in the empty vessels. They brought in the empty jars. And according to what the man of God said, they came into their house and they closed the door and and the oil began to flow and the oil began to flow and the oil began to flow. And what I love about this, moment is that they came in carrying empty but they left carrying oil they came in carrying empty but they left carrying oil I'm I'm believing I'm believing for hearts and lives who are gonna walk through those doors They, they may come in carrying empty but they're gonna leave carrying oil They're just an invite away. They're just an invite away because this is for the next generation. This is for the next generation. When I I understand that, when I understand that there are people lost and lonely and needing Jesus, I I will ask, come along to my church. You need to come along to Church. Just come, just come because who knows? They may walk in, carrying empty, but they'll leave carrying oil God God in this moment this is what I feel the Spirit of God promised me He said that in this moment, in this moment for those hearts that are hungry, for those hearts that are longing for God for more for more God I love you Lord I'm so grateful for everything but it's not enough it's not enough I've not I've not seen what you promised me I've not I've not I don't have what I've been believing you for and Lord I believe that you're reviving something in me you're you're stirring something in my heart oh my god I used to pray I used to pray oh I used to pray I used to pray but 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 I, I pray but it's not like I used to pray but oh my god there's something there's something stirring in me there's something there's fresh oil fresh oil rising up oh I used to talk to people about Jesus I used to but I don't know you know life happens and I've grown up and I but now I just I, I, oh I just feel I just feel like I need to talk to some people I, I just need to I need to hand out an invitation I need to oh my god this for the next generation for the next generation. There's someone, there's someone trying to take our children. There's someone trying to take the next generation. But there's oil in the house. Oh, there's oil in the house. There's oil in your house. There's oil in this house. And if you put it in the hands of God, He will give us a miracle. God. Oh my God. Oh my God. There's so much. So much about us is not enough. So much to make us feel small and insignificant. So much to make us feel bankrupt. God, you're showing us today, there's oil in the house and it's enough to save a generation. Oh my God. It's enough to save a generation. We'd never have believed it. We'd never have believed it. We, we didn't think it was enough, Lord, but it's, it's not our oil, it's your oil. And you're going to multiply it. You're going to multiply it and we're going to see miracles. We're going to see miracles in the house, Lord, but we've got to put it in your hands. Oh my God, you're gonna take our not enough and you're gonna make it more than enough. As we put ourselves in your hands, as we put our futures in your hands, as we put our finances in your hands, as we put our sons and our daughters and our health and our minds and our marriage, as we put our families in your hands, oh God, you're gonna do a miracle. You're gonna do a miracle. Father, I prophesy over every empty seat in this house in the name of Jesus. God, I call them in. I pray that you will put us in the path of people. Put us in the path of people who need life, who need hope, who need healing. God, help us to put empty hearts in these empty chairs in the name of Jesus. Help us to put the lonely and the last. Help us, help us to get them through the door so that they might come in carrying empty, but they'll leave carrying oil. Oh God, do something in us. Do something with us. Where we have lost our way, come and fill us afresh. Do something in our hearts. Do something in our minds. Do something in our spirits. Oh God, in the name of Jesus, fill us up. Fill us up. Fill us up. You've come to the end of this message. We hope you've been challenged and inspired. Stay up to date with everything going on in the life of our church by checking out our social media. Just search Heart Church UK.